0: We lived near um, a shopping center, so we just went over, usually go to the food court. One time, John and I shared a family box between the two of us and (laughs) came home and felt (laughs) terribly disgusting.
1: (laughs) Um, Isn't that always the way? Oh
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, now yeah, I'm well, like it always- I could eat two of them in one sitting, but.
1: It's like, back <laughs> I, then. I, meant, I meant more like KFC, like as an idea. It's just like it always sounds like a good idea, and then after you've had it, you're like. Oh, KFC do
2: has the quickest <laughs> enjoyment to regret ratio out of <laughs> any fast food. You're
1: about to say
0: the same thing.
1: Yeah. You,
0: <laughs> it's almost agreed. instantaneous. You buy it and you're like this
2: is <laughs>
0: this is incredible. I have done a great thing. The second the oil touches your tongue you go never again.
1: <laughs> but you still eat it. Cuz you you're like it's eat here it now. And you come and you go back. It was for some reason it always seems like a good idea. <clears throat> exactly. Will told
2: us once that KFC actually does at some point stand for could fucking chuck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's had a few good fast food memes. I remember he came That's up. He, he was the first one to introduce us to Hungry Jungry. And then that became oh. a part of our yeah. natural
2: <laughs> you vernacular. Guys,
0: you guys introduced me to Hungry
2: Jungry.
1: Yeah. Jungra.
2: <laughs> I want to get Jungry tattooed on my leg as well. Like on the other leg. Yeah. Just Jungry. <laughs> Jungry sounds
0: like it's way too close to like an offensive slur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like if someone Not, is his, you're
1: saying that, they're like, excuse me. <laughs>
2: I'll just tell them I'm taking it back.
1: I'm reclaiming the word I I remember There was one time I was on tour with Will Back when we were both In Wind Waker And uh, (laughs) he's actually the one That kind of introduced me To Red Rooster And like what to order At Red Rooster Because prior to that I'd never really Had anything from there And this was probably Going back like (laughs) Five, six years now
0: Just a quick note Red Rooster Heavily underrated I love it I agree I think Red Rooster
1: Is heavily underrated Shout out Red Yeah
0: can't can't go past the cheeky Ripper roll. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was- sorry. I didn't mean to uh
1: Well finally like, the Ripper roll was what Will introduced me to and I was um we were we were playing ripper. a show <laughs> we were playing a show in Albury of all places. It was my second show ever with Wind Waker. Mm. And um we <laughs> we were at like Albury Red Rooster, um having like a pre show dinner and um yeah, he introduced me to the... the Is it the Herb Mayo or whatever the fuck they have? Yeah. yeah he introduced me to that um, and the Ripper Roll. And it was like... Yeah, it was like a game changer. But I remember afterwards, I had to take a pre-show dump while I was there at Reds. Um, and so, basically, uh, what this ended is up... This is going on
2: the podcast for sure.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, Please. As far as I'm aware, we've already started. Uh, yeah, same. So... Um, basically, yeah, I went to, so the three of us all had to go to the toilet and there was only two toilets, um, there. So I, so Will and Indy both went into the men's toilet and one went into the disabled toilet and I waited (sighs) outside. Um, as soon as, uh, one of, I can't remember who came out of the disabled toilet. I went in and I took probably one of the biggest dumps I've ever taken in my entire life Sharon, it was Sharon, a, hey, Sharon, Sharon. Look. and I um, it. I blocked the toilet at Red's. Oh like I no! Like I flush, I flush the toilet, oh, and it, the water. Bro. And it was the, I feel really, really bad about it, and it's an open confession. Oh, I'm going to make here on the podcast. That's horrible. And, but it was,
2: I've I've got a great tour toilet story as well. I, do I feel too. like we should introduce so the you, podcast. You
1: tell, you tell yours,
0: and then I've got mine as well.
1: Maybe, maybe we'll introduce <laughs> the podcast there and we'll say and with a very solemn hello welcome to the Toyota Academy of podcasts it's the pretty good Thanks podcast with uh Liam and Dylan i'm your i'm uh, your co-host Liam and uh with me as always is Dylan good and with us uh today we've got a very special guest uh you may have heard his voice just before he's the busiest man in showbiz uh <laughs> at least in at least in melbourne um it's Adam he's been Pins- called the
2: white m M&M. m <laughs> Adam Pinzoni, Adam the Pinzon. White MM, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> please,
1: please,
0: nobody ever call me that,
1: <laughs> and nobody ever stand up. Uh,
0: how, uh, you how you doing? doing, man? Oh, I'm very good, thank you, guys. How are you guys going? We're pretty, yeah, good, pretty thanks.
1: good, thanks. <laughs> that's why we, you know, that's why <laughs> we God named, him. that's why we named, it. that's why.
2: Dude, it's not old yet. It's still not it's old. Still, I love it's it. It's still new. <laughs> it's
1: still fresh.
0: That's big brain plays. Because then you're subconsciously, you're literally subconsciously promoting the podcast every conversation you have ever. Yeah. So whenever- Exactly. Like, you could just be like, pretty good, thanks, and people won't know what you're talking about. But then somehow the podcast will pop up on their Spotify and all of a sudden you've got a million listeners a week.
2: <laughs> we're looking to copyright the emotion of feeling pretty good, thanks. So anytime yeah, someone phrase, says it, they have to not pay the us the phrase, a royalty. we're
0: copyrighting the emotion.
2: Yeah, so if they feel it, you know, they don't even need to say it as soon the as they feel bros
1: it. We're the of podcasts. <laughs> we're gonna, we're
2: gonna- oh, fuck those guys. <laughs> fuck those instead guys. Instead of copying,
0: I was just going to say, instead of copywriting reaction videos, you're copywriting the emotions people feel.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're just copywriting, just feeling good at any particular point in time.
2: Yep. That's some Disney level shit. You're not there. allowed to feel good
0: unless you pay me money. I'm
2: surprised
1: Disney <laughs> hasn't actually copyrighted feeling
2: good. Oh, Disney. would well, yeah. When Disney. let don't You know what? Yeah, actually, this is the perfect place for this conspiracy theory. It's my platform <laughs> where I can talk whatever shit that I want. People are going to listen. Disney is like going to just absorb everything. It's going to become this giant. They will copyright feelings, man. <clears throat> Every time you smile, boom, Disney. You got to pay Disney. <laughs> I, I refuse to subscribe to the House of Mouse streaming service for that specifically to stop to stop the machine it's that right. is Disney.
1: You can borrow mine anytime. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
2: toilet stories, tour toilet stories, <laughs> Ad, Adelaide. I can't remember what it was. We were playing. It was one of the Adelaide shows, Liam, yes. that we played it, yeah. and it was at the something or other hotel. I can't remember what venue it was. Okay. Regardless. <laughs> Yeah, regardless. Really it was a
1: jive bar. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, it was like the Lion's Head or some shit.
1: <laughs> oh, lion, yeah. Yeah. Lion's Heart Hotel uh, or factory. Lion's, lion's Heart, Heart factory. Hotel. Yeah, whatever it is. Lion's
2: yeah. Heart Factory. That's the yeah. one. Yeah. Um. And I really needed to go to the toilet. Uh, I needed to go to the toilet to get changed as well as like just go to use the bathroom. So I just went down into the first toilet that I saw down the stairs <laughs> because it was just open there. And I get myself in a stall and then all of a sudden... I hear these two chicks walk in and they start talking and I'm like, what the fuck are these chicks doing in the dude's bathroom? And then I clicked. I was like, wait, there wasn't a single urinal when I walked in here and I was like, oh, fuck's sake. And they're talking about, you know, one of them's like, oh yeah, I really like him. He's really cute. I don't know if I want to date him though because his last name is Cheese. Oh my God, his last name's Cheese? Yeah, and he's wearing a yellow shirt. It's so ridiculous. (laughs) I was like, fuck you.
0: You'd hate for his first name to be Richard. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> smeg. Fuck,
2: that's good yeah this is <laughs> this is my son smeg <laughs> anyway i'm there and i'm like fuck i need to get out of here you know i can't just like walk out they're gonna think i'm a creep that's like hung- hanging out in the girls bathrooms so i message the band chat i'm like somebody please help trapped in the girls bathrooms and Liam says, I'm on my way. And I was a bit drunk at this point. I was very relieved. I was like, oh, thank fuck he's coming to get me. And the bastard just walks in. I hear the girls stop their talking, turn and look at Liam. And he's like, oh, uh, sorry, my friend's in there. <laughs> and just completely
1: fucking threw me under. God.
0: Smooth. Smooth. I thought that honesty was walk- the best
1: way to go about it at this point. You know, you just got to be honest and be like, look, my friends thought... You know, this is what's happened. All right, <coughs> he's got—he's he's mistaken what gender he is and what <laughs> what bathroom he needs to go into. <laughs> happens
0: to the best of us.
1: It happens to the best of us. Um, he's made a mistake. He's a little drunk. He'll, I, I'm just gonna get him, and we're just gonna leave. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> that was what happened. Oh that's, my
2: god! That's I just, so funny. I just heard you announce my presence, and I was like, "This is even weirder." <laughs> if I just me, had a-, a
0: women's restroom, yeah. my main thing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there, there is a male. I repeat, a male in the front left stall. <laughs>
1: Stop what you're doing! <laughs> uh, oh, hindsight fuck. is 2020, but I still, oh. I, you know, honesty is the best policy. People always, always just yeah. be upfront. But
2: come on, put some effort into it. That was <laughs> you literally. Didn't try. I disagree. Lie and yell fire into the girls' bathrooms. <laughs> yell fire, fire, get out!
1: No. <laughs> you know what I should have done in hindsight? I should have walked in and gone what the fuck are you doing in the men's bathroom? (laughs) (laughs) I just just put it on them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You should have gotten everyone in the band to walk in like it was nothing. And then they're (laughs) outnumbered and you'd be like, hang on. this is the men's, get out. The
1: Billy Madison <laughs> approach, you know, just chuck urine on your pants and make it seem like it's cool to be in the girls' bathroom, you know. <laughs> Dude,
2: 100%, if, if four other guys walked in and they're like, what are you doing in the guys' bathrooms? And they're like, oh, isn't this the girls' bathrooms? Then I make my exit. That'd trip them the fuck out. <laughs> they'd be like, <laughs> wait, is what? 20, that is
1: absolutely what I should have done. And 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 I do apologise. Next then, time it happens, Dylan, I'll uh, absolutely do that for you. And I then as you leave, as you
0: leave, you just tap one of the girls on the shoulder and be like, give Mr. Ch- He's a shot, and then walk out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, didn't you say something to the girls, Dylan?
2: Uh, I think I mentioned. It, I mentioned it to. Um, oh, I think I mentioned it to someone that I was just talking to at the bar, and they were like, "Oh yeah, I know him. That's my mate." And then they called over the girls, and was like, "Hey, this guy had you talking in the bathroom," and I was like, uh, "Yeah, <laughs> thanks." Oh, <laughs> uh, great. That's so bad. What, what's your, what's your tour toilet story, Adam? Oh, it's, it's similar.
0: It's not as good as that. Damn. I thought I had a good one, but now mine's just not as exciting.
2: You don't nah, know that. No, nah, don't say <clears throat> that. You don't nah, know that for sure. All right. So I think
0: I was doing merch for Thornhill on a Polaris run a couple of years ago, 2018. Yep. And we were driving home and turned off at a random freeway exit. Cause we are like, we need to go to the toilet. And this country town I've never heard of before. Like, it's not one of the usual tour stops. It's like, it mm. was a very random, where the fuck are we? This, <sighs> like, has a population of single digits kind of town. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so,
1: Folks don't so, come round here.
0: <laughs> literally. There was, like, tumbleweed across the road, and we're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah.
1: The reason but, it's single digit is no we, one makes it out. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, the story is everyone in Thornhill died. <laughs> no, so we pull up at this toilet block. <laughs> Rest oh, in that peace, me, Jacob. Sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that borders that into some like that borders into that like celebrity replacement conspiracy yeah. theory, well, on a very local level. Ever, ever
0: noticed that after that tour, Jacob cut his hair short? <laughs> <laughs> you tell me. No, yeah. but we stopped off at this toilet like block, and it was tiny. Like, I think there was literally one toilet per, like it was like men's and women's. There was literally one toilet per thing. And it's in the middle of nowhere and we're all busting <laughs> and we're looking around and I'm like, there's no one here. And everyone crams into the men's. I'm like, you know what? Let's quickly whiz in the women's. <laughs> I walk in, like I, I literally look around me like five times. I'm like, there is no single possible way <laughs> That someone is going to walk in on me here. I, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to tell you what happens next.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> I,
0: <laughs> What'd you do? I walked in. It was like, you hey, ripper. Relief. I was like, I won't shut the door behind me. <laughs> I'll be in and out like that. It'll be easy. Did you oh, not. No. Two seconds in, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I turn around, and I swear, one of the six people in the town must have been stumbling their way to the toilet. <laughs> oh, uh, I've literally pinched it. <laughs> Gone. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: That's pretty but talented. That's fucking
0: tragic, dude.
1: If you can pinch oh. it midstream, though.
0: I mean, when you're petrified as I was. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> the whole body seizes oh, up. Yeah.
0: I wasn't peeing for the next week after that one. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, I was gosh. so embarrassed. I was like, you're kidding. And again, I walked out of the cubicle and there was not like her car wasn't there. I was like, where has this woman come from? <laughs> it was...
2: Fucked. That's literally <clears throat> something out of like a 2010 stoner comedy, like like a Harold and Kumar or something like that. You yeah, know, you no. look around, you look around five times, no woman there the minute I you sit swear. down. What
0: like, the fuck? Like, I, I hate embarrassment and I really didn't want to do it, but I literally made sure that it was impossible for someone to walk, on, walk in on me.
2: That still <laughs> happened. I can't believe if, that. I mean, you <laughs> failed to take the very last step of making it impossible, which would have been closing the door.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was that lapse of concentration at the very pivotal moment. Really fucks me there. <laughs> uh, to this day, I never want to see that town again. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what the town was? Pff, fuck no, man.
1: <laughs> what, have, what have you been doing in ISO, man? Like... I, I like, because obviously you like. I asked this because like a lot of the bands that you play in like are with interstate people, and obviously like there's not mm. a lot of playing going on. So,
0: what have you been doing? <laughs> with? Oh man, ah, uh, very good question. Not a lot, honestly. Yeah. I've I think I've literally had the exact same daily routine for the past six mm. months now. It's it's weird, like it's kind of just yeah. ingrained in my mind.
2: You have it down to like the minute. Like, do you run it like a, like a machine, like a well-oiled machine or is it?
0: Not down to the minute, but I literally have precise, not precise, but like I have blocks of time that I'm like, all right, Mm -hmm. I work out between 10 and 12, obviously not for two hours straight, but within those two hours, I'm like, I need to do my workout then. Then I, then I, I can literally tell you exactly what I do for the day. I work out in the morning. I finish working out. I stretch. I then go for a walk. I come back, I eat lunch, and then I sit on my Xbox for the next twelve hours.
2: <laughs> That's still pretty disciplined, man. Like relatively. Yeah. You get the, you literally dude. do all the shit that you need to do for the you, day at the you start. You know what and they then-
0: say? If you're gonna be fit, you need to keep that routine going, and I swear yeah. that Xbox has not been off for a whole day ever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're getting that ten thousand hours up to be an expert. Oh,
0: dude, exactly.
1: What uh what games have you been playing?
0: Uh the main ones are like Destiny Two. COD, Warzone, COD Multiplayer. Rocket League's a big one. Smash yep. the shit out of Rocket League. Um, I ask
1: this to everybody who, um, well, so far you're the second person, but I'm going to ask this to everybody who yeah. says, every guest that asks, says they're playing Rocket League. How do you get good at that game? Because I have never been good at Rocket League <sighs> and I can't uh, get good at it.
0: <clears throat> Clear your calendar and just sit on it for a long time. Yeah.
1: I don't know, Rack up those 10,000 hours. I,
0: hang on. Do I still have the photo? I took a screenshot of the game time of Rocket League on my Xbox and I think I deleted it because I was just so upset at myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it was over like 200 days of game time. Jesus. Oh, yeah. my God. It's not good. It's really not I, good.
1: I've gotten like 70 days out of like or 80 80- days. Days plus out of some games That's still pretty good Yeah like with like You know Crash Bandicoot uh, Like trilogies And like You know Spyro Mm. trilogies And like all this Like the Switch games That I've been like Trying to basically finish Um, Mm. I've definitely You know and Mario Kart's probably Like Mario Kart 8 Or whatever Deluxe Is like probably got The most number of hours Playtime But yeah I I don't know I think I've
2: clocked a good 24 hours on my chess app (laughs) Yeah
1: That's almost like a routine for you, that chess app, but...
2: Oh, yeah. That's like, anytime I'm sitting down and not doing anything, I'm like, cheers. And I'm getting really good <laughs> at, like, doing speed runs against people. Some I to- I uh, No, I haven't told you this, actually. Earlier today, I was playing some dude, and he brought his queen down to my end and was completely fucking my shit up completely. And then I ended up just arranging my pieces in a spot where, you know, I was going to take his queen unless he did something about it. And he didn't, so I took his queen... And because it's like a lightning round, you're supposed to move kind of quick and I wasn't moving as quick as him. He then messages me and he's like, the only reason you took my queen is because you were moving too slow and I got distracted. And then he fucking <laughs> left the game like a bitch. And I was really, I was like, what a fucking coward.
1: <laughs> he's just like, how to lose it. Anyway, right. that's my chess story for the day. You, so out of the you way. Been, you've been streaming though, like a bunch lately, yeah, Adam.
0: Yeah. I, How's that going? It's been fun. It's It's a cool little... Like, I just do it for fun. It's nothing yeah. crazy. Uh, I've been fortunate enough. I've got a, a, a group of mates that we all play a bunch of Xbox with. Um, mm-hmm. There's like James from VOV, Tori, and Carl from Harbors. And then yeah. a couple of other mates like Ryan, Kyle, and uh, Blake. G'day, fellas. And Nathan. <laughs> sorry, don't want to forget Nathan. Um, Nathan. I'll definitely be like, boys, listen to this podcast, all right. So, <laughs> giving them a shout out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we all just kind of play games together we've been playing games literally all locked down and blake one of the guys in there has already been like twitch streaming and he was like oh
1: you guys should get
0: into it it's good fun so yeah just a fun little way to
1: i've been uh, starting to do it as well um i'm still testing things out with the whole twitch setup like i got obs Mm. going and i've like got like the face cam and i'm able to do it in a way where i can like make music and stream Mm. um which has been kind of yeah which is fun but I want to start doing like games at the moment. Um, like I've been, I've been playing through like the, I've been replaying Super Mario sixty four, and I'm on like the final twenty nice. stars. Of Did you get the it. like the new like reissue? Yeah, with yeah, all the All 3. Stars yeah. one. Yeah, nice, huge. Um, nice. So I, I, I got a capture card for my <laughs> Switch, so I'm, I can, I'm gonna start streaming. Um, oh, but awesome. Ha, have you found like a, a schedule or a routine that you do it in, or is it just kind of like?
0: <laughs> nope. I haven't streamed in like two weeks as of this podcast, so I'm a bit like, oh, (laughs) it's (laughs) like, I I don't know, I'm a bit lazy. I'm also too self-conscious, like not self-conscious, but I'm also like, oh, if I stream on this night, then people will be out and like, oh, some people, if they're from interstate, they'll be out. I don't know, I overthink it sometimes um also i just haven't i just haven't found a game that i want to stream much i mean i've got rocket league i want to stream i don't know i just always and i just forget too i'll be playing destiny or rocket league with a bunch of mates and i'll be like oh it's midnight oh could have (laughs) streamed tonight yeah yeah i don't know i just just random i guess
1: yeah i i think i overthink it too a little bit i i sometimes get i get on and I'll be playing something and sometimes it's just like nice to just play for you and you don't have to like think about like being on camera or like having to talk to a chat or whatever but I think it's, like, I, sometimes, I, yeah, I do play and I go, oh, man, I should have just, like, set it up and just, like, done it. But, yeah, I think I, like, mm. overthink, like, the time as well. Like, I'm, like, oh, do I need to stream at a particular time that, like, yeah. people are watching or, like, is it just, like... It's,
0: like, oh, is, is it Tuesday night prime time or is it Wednesday night yeah. prime time? I don't
1: know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, and I think, I, I, I think it's a bad thing because, like, I, sh- I probably shouldn't think like that. I should probably just treat it like it's just, like, a fun thing to do. Yeah, just exactly. Do random, like you do, but...
0: Mm. Oh, no, it's but at the same time. I'm always like, oh, maybe is, now the, night, is the night to stream I don't know. But then as soon as I do one stream, I'm like, yeah, let's keep going. Like I'll go in a streak of being what, like wanting to stream all the time and then streaming with a bunch of people. And then I'll forget to do it for a week or two. And then I'll just leave it. That seems to be a big habit of mine for anything. Like I'll, I'm in the middle of watching community and I yep. literally steamrolled the first two seasons. It was like, yeah. And then I stopped watching for two nights and I haven't watched it again. <laughs> So, I feel like, as soon as I get out of a routine,
2: that's it, it's gone. I was gonna say, what is the quickest that you've ever steamrolled a series? Do you reckon
0: That's a very good question. I don't watch a heap of things like the time that I see it takes to watch a movie like or like a not a yeah, a movie or a t v show in a series. I usually just go, I'd rather play video games with my friends <laughs> so <laughs> uh I think i stranger things. Season two, I think I smashed out in like a day because I was That's so nice. hooked, and I didn't have Netflix at the time. And my mum, who lives in the state I was visiting her, and she was at work, and I just had the house to myself, and the weather was shit outside. So I'm like, well, you know, what? I'm just going to watch Netflix for the whole day and just <laughs> start the <to> finish just <laughs> Yeah, was like, this is the best. That's mad. So, I,
1: I don't think I've I steamrolled a show for like at least ten to fifteen years. I haven't
2: steamrolled a show for at least a week.
1: Yeah. Like I I I, Dylan's really good at doing the steamroll thing. Like (laughs) you can call it a talent.
0: I love how we've now just made this term steamrolling a show a thing.
1: Yeah, I love it. I'm I'm It works so well. Yeah man
0: just the other night I just had a quick steamroll. You know how it is.
1: Sorry, Got home, what, I was feeling it? a
2: bit steamy, had a bit of a roll, cheeky roll. <laughs>
1: it's, it's like being like, oh, I like, yeah, I, I speedrunned uh, season yeah. one of, uh, you know, like, you're just doing a speedrun of a TV show. Like,
0: summer games don't exactly click, it's... but summer shows yeah. don't
1: click. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, oh, but I don't think I've done one for like like ages. Like, I remember I used to like every summer I would do the like one through nine seasons of like Seinfeld and it would be like a day and night. And I think I did it in like a week. That's a lot of yeah. In yeah i like i literally ah. woke up did like that and that this is when i was like in primary school on like summer holidays mm. so that's what i ever since then i've been more i guess i've been more busy <laughs> i have had well you'd hope so to do. <laughs> yeah exactly but yeah i remember doing that for that show and that seventy show as well i would do i like i just would binge a season in like a day oh uh, yeah
2: it's very consumable
1: yeah
0: I've never watched those shows. But again, like I said, I'd never, I would have never been one to watch full seasons as like stuff. Yeah. Like even Breaking Bad, I still haven't finished Breaking Bad.
1: Damn, bro. Oh. Like I
0: think I got two and a half to three seasons in and then I just, again, I, was, I watched it for like two days straight. I missed a day and, and just never went back.
1: It's I, weird. I will <laughs> say season three, I feel like is like a bit of a lull. If, if there was any, if you were to call any part of, like, the great, perfect thing that is Breaking Bad. <laughs>
2: You've chosen your words wisely. Well yeah. done.
1: <laughs> if there was one thing, yeah, I feel like there is definitely, like, a lull in Season 3. Um, I so feel like
0: Season 3 is always the season where it just, for any TV show, everyone's like, oh, Season 3. Eh.
1: Yeah. It's, Although Community Season 3 is season- really good,
0: though. Yeah, that's true. Apparently it's the, like... Four or five. It, it sucks. I don't know. I've yeah. never... Like, this is my first watch through of Community,
1: so... Oh, true. Okay. Well, definitely... Also, let's not three. forget
2: that season three of Rick and Morty gave us Pickle Rick, which mm. defined a generation.
1: <laughs> it really and did. When was Szechuan <laughs> sauce? When was... Uh, which season was that one?
2: Season three.
1: Yeah. So, there you go. Two iconic oh. memes of the
2: to find find an entire generation of youths. It really empowered them, I think.
1: And so both people down could turn on. around
2: and say, I'm Pickle Rick.
1: So really what we're saying is Dan Harmon is really good at that third season.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyone should hire him for the third season and only their
2: third season. Yeah. (laughs) Dan Harmon working on Reside's third release.
1: Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, we shouldn't have told him that. Now they'll be expecting it. Fuck. I'm going to have to get on the phone. Dan, I'm going to call in a favour. You you brought up set the score before and I wanted to talk about the set the score Sundays thing. I wanted to have a discussion about oh, it because I don't yeah. think we've ever yes. really spoken Please about. Please tell
0: me about this because I, I still <laughs> don't quite understand what went on.
2: We basically meamed you into us giving, giving us a five. show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: It was a dis- okay, I I, I can I can I can go way way back with this if you really want I can I can go very very way back to how this really started even before probably what Dylan's referring to I um, oh dear obviously like I I was aware of set the score very early on and like came to m- many shows but I it wasn't until I actually took Saleh to the Moose Blood headline show that had stuck out and you guys Ooh, it was at the Evidence, we even say so that was, like, band name anymore. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I know. Have to I went out. to
0: a beep show.
2: <laughs> it was that all uh, age from the record.
0: Yeah. Has has it been enough time? Is that still a thing that we not- <laughs> Has it been 22 know. and a
1: half years? Yeah. You make the joke. Sorry. Nah. Go on. So <laughs> Yeah. We do so, play yeah, that show. Well, t- well Saleh had a spare ticket and I took him to. The, hmm. uh, I, I Sorry, I went with him to that show. And that was his introduction to set the score he'd never like heard you guys before. So that was. That, I feel like that—that's very important to how the set the score Sunday thing started because and really spearhead. it was spearheaded by Sal, like and I, Sal alone. Yeah, <laughs> I think his life
0: would have been far better if he wasn't introduced to us. That's for sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I disagree. I think you guys wrote some really great music, and I, I like. Thank I do want to. I do want to talk about um set the score a little bit. Um, but the set the score Sunday thing was a discussion very early on because obviously me and sell were big fans. But we thought it would be like I don't know, we I guess we kind of just like saw you guys as like figureheads in the scene and we were like, oh, it would be really fun to play a show with them. And so we were like we had a very a, a discussion very early on about just like, oh, what well, wouldn't it be funny if we just like kept tagging them in posts and just like annoying them until they had to put us on a show?
2: And then put us on your bill was the phrase we were Put us on your bill around. was the phrase, yeah.
1: Um, and yeah I guess that was that, that kind of like is very like early reside in the sense that we just like we didn't really take the band that seriously and I guess that's why we mm-hmm. did it we've just kind of did j- jokey things like that I guess it's like kind that's of why wrong we, that. that's, yeah that's it's why so we're currently make doing Coldplay we do.
2: Wednesdays but it's not working as well
1: <laughs> I remember we had um, Man Crush Monday and John Pinzani Pinzoni was like the like John s- oh my god yeah <laughs> our, our last <laughs> we, names
0: are so similar it's crazy yeah but yeah
1: <laughs> we ha- I remember we had man crush monday and John was like the 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 uh the post every single time. Oh,
0: oh yeah. <laughs> Rightly so. Love me a bit um, of
1: John. <laughs> but yeah, I do remember when we first actually got to play a show together it was like our EP launch and that was a it was definitely a very defining moment in our in our little band history. Which uh, I won't, I won't, was very fun.
0: Joke was on you. We're like, ha, you get to play with us when we're fucking off.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you could
2: say that Reside was the last nail in that coffin. You could say exactly. that we were the ones that set you the score, sat down like these yeah. cunts. We need Reside to do something we about the them. reason
0: why I set the score another thing. <laughs> <laughs> we were too intimidated. We were too it intimidated. It was inevitable. <laughs> if, you
1: let a, if you let a band meme you into putting it, putting them on your bill. Like, <laughs> yeah. honestly- You shouldn't let shitheads like us push you around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate,
0: it haunts me to this day, let me tell you that.
1: <laughs> the nail in the coffin was when we got to open for Better Half in at the Cherry Bar Show. I oh, was truth. just like, oh, we're just following oh. Adam around at this point. <laughs> I was like, Following Adam and MVD.
0: Start? Dude, that Cherry Bar Show. Still to this day- one of my favorite shows I've ever played across any band ever. Like, hands I, watched, down. I watched a
1: video of it recently. Like, someone um, took a video of it and it was on YouTube. And I was just like, Yeah, hi- listening that. to how loud the crowd was that night. <sighs> Dude, that that
0: blew me away. Like, I've got that was one of the first times I, w- I started GoProing gigs that I played. And mm-hmm. I felt that that was, I was, I just felt I was like, this better half release show. It's like, it was obviously set the score had done headliners before yeah. and like, and this was after the, like the final set the score headliner, but I never,
2: mm.
0: I never felt like any of those headliners were like big headliners because the only kind of headline, the only ones that set the score did were, they weren't, they weren't, they weren't amazing shows. They were they were cool. And like, it was so mm. cool to see people that supported the band pop in, but better, the better half release show was the first time I was like, Oh my God, this is a band that I've been in since day dot. That is headlining a venue that is relatively big and has a relatively decent sized cap, mm. yeah. Um, and holy shit, it's selling out on the night. And like, this is our f- my first show that we sold out, being the headliner. And yeah. so it was all like, oh my god, this this is mental. And we didn't we didn't know because it sold out on the night, and we weren't expecting yeah. it to because the ticket sales weren't like anything amazing. Crier, like it was cool. We were still like, this is really sick, but it was not like, oh, it's going to sell out. So yeah, that that show blew me away.
1: I know we can empathise really directly with that experience because I think literally twelve months later, like Cherry Bar for us was our headliner. That Mm. was like a relatively big show, and it wasn't sold out until we found out like it sold out on the door, and there was still like lines of people. Like yeah. rocking up. And so, how
0: cool is that when, when it's, it's they come so up weird. to you and they're like, we can't let any more in. You've sold it out. And you're like, oh.
1: I distinctly distinctively remember that night I was outside at the front of Cherry Bar. I was like walking past. Maybe I had to get something from the car or I can't, or maybe I was going to warm up. But I basically, like, I saw people like getting turned away. And I like distinctively remember going to the security guard, just going, oh, no, no, just let him in, man. Just, just, no, nah, it's fine. I'm, I, I'm playing. It's fine. Just let him in. And those, like. And I bet lists- the
2: security guard was like, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah, <pretty much>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Kicks you out. <laughs> he's yeah. like, no, you're yeah. out. He's like, you're not coming back in, mate.
0: You've had enough oh, to yeah, get, go on. On. <laughs> I was going to say, this guy thinks he's in the band or something. Fucking get out.
1: <laughs> I mean, I was wearing a purple suit. I don't think there was many other people that could have been dressed to be playing a show that night. It's Cherry Bar. You never know what you can find. That's true.
2: That's true. <laughs> <laughs> But both of, the, both of those nights were absolutely, like, popping. I remember, like, that, oh, that that Better Half show was a, like, huge vibe. That was, like, at the time, one of the bigger shows that I'd played as well. So, I was like, holy fuck, this thing is fucking lit. And then, yeah, same thing 12 months later at yeah, our show. I, I, I like, apologize.
0: I wasn't at your guys' headline. But oh. from everything that I saw- it looked fucking
2: huge. It's cool, not like we came to your headliner or anything at Cherry Bar. That's fine, man. Yeah. It's, you know. Put
0: us on your bill, you duck.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Mate,
0: I play in like 17 bands. Surely there's no excuse.
2: <laughs> I'm joking, by the way. You played from <laughs> the band. I said, you could throw a dart out a window and hit a member of a band that I play for. <laughs>
1: What is what is that like playing in bands with like interstate like members?
2: Uh... Not
0: like how does that different? Yeah, the only thing that the only thing that's tough is when it comes to rehearsing.
1: That's what I mean. Yeah, like uh, how how does that um, go? Like,
0: ah, uh, yeah, I guess then it is a lot different. Hey, <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: got, him. got him. It's I'm I, I don't know. It's been so long. I haven't. I can't remember what it's like. That's upsetting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that makes me really <laughs> no. sad. This podcast it's, took a turn. It. <laughs> The communication part's fine, obviously, because social media. But, yeah, I'd say the main thing is practicing. And I guess another thing is you don't get to bond as frequently when you live – opposed Mm -hmm. to when you live in the same state. Like, back when we'd set the score and, like, with Better Half and there's every other band I seem to be filling in for is interstate now that I think of it. (laughs) But like every band that I've been in that's been Melbourne-based, mm. you kind of get to chill out. You can go out and grab a beer and hang out and kind of bond outside of yeah. playing shows. The writing process and, is different. And the writing process, yeah, I didn't even think of that. See, I'm the drummer. I'm never involved in the writing process. <laughs> 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 but um, the, yeah, it's just you end up not seeing these people for yonks and then you've got to coordinate enough time to be able to practice enough prior to whatever you're about to play. Because usually you will rock up to the rehearsal studio and everyone in the room hasn't played the songs since you last saw each other.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, how's that? Is it like is that is that really rough to come back to? Muscle
0: memory is a great thing. It's a really yeah. great thing. Um it's it's really not that bad. Like maybe first two songs you jump in, you're like, whoa, that's how I play my instrument. And then and then <laughs> when things start rolling, it's all good again. And like and yeah, yeah muscle memory. Helps heaps because as soon as you get back in the groove, it's almost like you've never, you didn't have that break in between.
2: 100%. I operate like only off muscle memory. And that's Mm. exactly like, as soon as you shake off the dust, boom, you're right back in it. Yeah,
0: it's great. And we had between good things in December last year and then Unify at the start of this year for TBM, we had about a month of not seeing each other and not rehearsing. And then we had, I think, one- rehearsal day prior to unify and we were stressed out we're like oh my god what are we going to do but literally we got to that rehearsal space and we were like did we play good things like last week it just felt really natural and easy <laughs> True. and that's also just it's nice when you're in a band that you can also click really easily with so when you're interstate it's fine
1: that was a fun tour that good things tour um yeah that we did in december that was mental like-
0: that was one of the most surreal experiences of
1: my life i agree i um I, we, I mean, I guess you, would, you and I, pretty much did all three of the the festivals, um, in the last year. We did the download. You did do well, download. You didn't do download. I missed out okay. on download.
0: I missed the Holy Trinity. Damn. I'm so upset. <laughs> it's all right. You'll yeah. get. You'll
1: get. You, you'll get there one day, mate. Don't
2: worry. I hope so. <laughs> how did you? How did you cope with being on the on the Friday slot on the Unify when everything was going just fucking tits up? <laughs> it was how was that experience stressful. for you, man?
0: Stressful. I I had a series of unfortunate events prior to the DC set on Friday because like oh. all of the communication between who was playing what day was so just delayed and mm. messy that so we obviously we rocked up on the Thursday prior and it was everything was fine everyone's like yeah Unify's is gonna be sick then we rock up Friday morning because the girls got an Airbnb mm-hmm. um, yeah. Which ended up being an absolute lifesaver. Yeah. So we walked oh, up on the man. Friday morning and the weather wasn't looking too badly. And we as soon as we get there, the vibe is off and everyone's like, Oh, what's happening? And you could see all the coordinators running around being like, Oh, I don't know. Like, oh. apparently weather's gonna be really shit. And so like, oh, okay, like a bit of wind's not gonna be too bad. And they're like, No, we need to shut the stage down, we need to do this and we're like, Oh, wow, okay. Mm. Um so a lot of Friday was just kind of hanging out with people being like, what's going on? I don't know. Do you know what's going on? I remember on? that.
1: I <clears throat> Even in the artist area, there was like a lot of us that were just sort of like, I remember like yeah. some of the make them suffer dudes were just like, I don't know. I guess we're playing tomorrow or something. I don't know. Exactly. Like, no it, one, was, it was no no very one really casual. Knew.
0: Yeah. No one really knew what was happening. And then of course the storm hit and it just fucking shut down and mm. everything was a mess. And so I'm like, all right, no one's playing tonight because that would just be dumb like mm. no like as as much as i want to play today it's just that stage oh. like the main stage wasn't going back up
1: it was the screens were broken and stuff too like they had yeah, to get Yeah, it parts was all a mess moved, moved in, so. it was
0: all a mess so i was like yeah. all right whatever but we'll just we'll wait for word on what's going to happen because obviously we'll need to know so we know what to do with ourselves as well yeah so it was like all right we don't know if anyone's playing today we don't know if anyone's playing today we don't know if anyone's playing today and then we get word that TBM's been moved to Saturday. And I'm like, okay, cool. What's happening with DC? So waiting, nothing, nothing. Also, the Diamond Construct boys, love them to bits. Impossible to contact sometimes.
2: <laughs> and, especially, and
0: especially out in uh, Tarwin Where Lower. Where we were. Yeah, Tarwin yeah, lower. yeah. Tarwin Lower. Especially in Unify. It's like you got no hope get in getting any nah, phone reception. No reception. So I'm like, what the fuck's going on with DC? But then no band, like still hadn't heard that anyone was playing that night. So I was like, all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then Tapestry out of nowhere, get on stage. And I'm like, hang uh, on, what's going on? So I managed to find one of the DC boys as Tapestry, like get on and start their set. And they're like, yeah, we're on next. And I'm like, what <laughs> do you mean we're on next? My gear's in my car, in the Oz parking, the stage is in the tent. On the other side of the fucking festival grounds, up a hill. Granted, it's still shitting down rain. I'm like, how am I getting my gear over there? I'll drive it. Now, keep in mind, I don't have a four wheel drive. I have a fucking Toyota Camry.
1: Yeah. it's
0: oh, fucking
2: reliable.
1: Mate, so, <laughs> the, she, uh, like I said, the Toyota Camry of podcasts.
0: Fucking reliable. They get it <laughs> exactly. done. Right? Reliable, mate. Exactly. Point A to B. Nothing more. Nothing less.
2: That's it. <laughs> it's a job <joke> done. <laughs> Good. Nothing so more.
0: I, in my panic state, think that my little shitty car can take a 90 degree mud hill.
2: <laughs> it is a Camry, <laughs> to be fair.
0: I'm, I'm just fucking skidding my way up this hill. All of a sudden, gravity takes hold and I'm like, I'm going backwards and I'm in drive. <laughs> so I'm going back down this hill and I'm like, nah, if I keep going, I'm going to bog this car. Somehow managed to drive my car back into artist parking, grab my gear out of the boot, literally just throw it on my shoulders. I'm like, I need to get this gear to the to the stage in one way or another. Luckily, at that stage, Alex from Diamond Construct had his four wheel drive. He's like, dude, chuck it in my <laughs> chuck it in my car, let's go. Throw my gear in the car, get to the stage, unload. Tapestry's still playing. I hear them be like, oh, I've got like two songs left. I'm like, oh fuck, get my gear, start like setting up what I can off stage. Like I start relaxing a bit because I'm like, all right, I've yeah. got, to I've feel got really. the gear here. I'm all good. And then it's like, all right, Tapestry nearly done. I'll have a bit of time in between s- their sets to like set up on stage, change, stretch, warm up, get ready. Get my gear at Tapestry finish. Tapestry killed it, by the way. Fucking Legends. Of oh, yeah, they, they smashed they, it. They oh, crushed that set.
1: You guys um, did too.
0: Thank you. I didn't. I didn't feel like I did after that, but we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> because tapestry finished I put my cymbals and shit on the stage I'm like alright cool Now it's time to warm up Get changed We're good to go And it was meant to be a 20 minute changeover So as soon as I put my stuff on the drums Come off The stage manager goes Nah we're pushing you guys forward You're on in five
1: oh, <laughs> I'm oh. like, and, and also like A lot of people don't know this But like festival changeover times Are so strict Like super yes. strict You and will get your, cut, you'll yeah. get your set cut short If you go over
0: Exactly. And especially during a festival that is being absolutely destroyed by the weather. Mm. So (laughs) everyone was stressed out the wazoo. Yeah. So yeah, they're like, we're pushing you on, like you're on in five. And I hadn't even got my drumsticks out of the bag at this point. And I'm like, ah, what? Also quick side note, had not practiced with DC except for the day before Unify. That was the only time (sighs) that I had played the songs Live like yeah. on a drum kit with the boys the day before Unify, and I was like, cool, but at the same time, when it comes to playing them on stage, especially at a festival, being the first time you ever play with these guys, that's stressful. Yeah. And so, I'm like, I don't get to warm up, I'm freezing because it's just been raining and I've been fucking out in the freezing cold. That,
1: that, that night.
0: So, I'm stressed because I'm like, now yeah, I've got to go on, and my hands are numb and I haven't warmed up. <sighs> and that was the most stressful set I've ever played in my life. I was Jesus. so nervous so stressed and looking back at the GoPro footage, it was, it was a sick set, but I just, I felt so bad. Cause I was like, nah, I played like shit. I came off stage and Ben from Tapestry was like, man, that was sick. I was like, shut up. It sucks.
1: Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, was was so I was going around saying, and I was and not, not even out of just because like they're the homies or anything, but like mm-hmm. genuinely I went away from that weekend feeling like diamond construct was one of the best sets at unify this year.
0: Well, um, I respect your wrong opinion, but yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. All honesty, those boys are amazing. And, like, we, for for the situation that Unify was, they crushed it. Like, they did yeah. so well. And they came it out of that being like, that was amazing. And they loved that set. And, look, I, from everything I've said, we still played well. Like, I still came off stage and looking back, I'm like, that was actually a really sick set. But in my mind frame at the time, being stressed yeah. out, the wazoo, I was like, oh, this sucks. But, yeah, no, that was that was really, really cool.
2: Really I felt, sick. I felt like the great things about those sets were, like, uh, the, the tent sets, the carnival tent sets, like, right as the rain was starting to ease up with, like, you guys and Tapestry was just because, like, people had been waiting all fucking day and they were just, like, desperate for something, anything, and then all of a sudden you cram everyone into this little space. Everyone's huddled under because they don't want to get hit by the rain. And, like, especially with you guys, when I came out to see your guys' set, it was just bouncy as fuck. And you guys, you know, everyone's jumping around on the stage. You're like absolutely smacking the tubs and people are just like losing their fucking shit in the middle of the pit. Dude, and I was just like.
0: It, it ended up being a blessing in disguise. And like I was talking to the mm-hmm. Tapestry Boys as well. We, the, the atmosphere at that tent stage on the Friday, I guess because everyone was so desperate to see bands. Everyone was so like, you've come to Unify and you're not seeing music. What the fuck? So when bands started playing, everyone, and also the tent stage was literally the only piece of cover from the weather.
1: (laughs) So everyone was like, get in the tent. So we ended up
0: playing to like a bigger crowd than I reckon we would have if we played main stage normally.
1: Having played both of those stages, that festival, I can definitely say I preferred the tent stage over the main stage.
2: Rub it in, mate. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Big dick don't, don't
1: worry. One day, one day you'll get there, mate. Don't worry. Don't worry, yeah. Dylan. You'll get there, mate. One day, Dylan. Uh, you'll get on the level of us, buddy. <laughs> anyway. So uh, yeah, but main. You know, like I, I like main stage and I like the space that it gives. But like the separation from the audience was one thing that I just like felt mm. heaps. And the tent stage was just so good for that. Like I could get right up in everybody's business. Um, yeah. You know, and it was, yes, it was kind of intimate in, like, a good, like, in, in still a big was, way.
0: Yeah, it was, like, as close as you can get to intimate on a festival stage.
1: Yeah. 100%.
0: <laughs> it's kind of like, if that makes sense. You're like, I'm playing a festival, but it still feels like more of a normal show. Yeah,
1: to it feels festival. like a normal show, but just a big mm. show.
2: Yeah. For me, the really unfortunate thing about the, the Friday, like, shitting up was that I had this whole game plan about, like how kind of inebriated I was going to let myself get on certain days because I was like, oh, we're, playing yeah. on the, we're playing on the Saturday. So Thursday is my big party night. Friday, I'll just get like a nice buzz with a couple of, you know, gins and maybe some treats, but lightly. And then Saturday after the set, hell <laughs> for leather, you know, I'm coming home in a fucking body bag and the Friday rocks around and I wake up, you know, and I'm gently sipping on beers and gins and, you know, whatever else might come my way, just like in moderation, and then this rain starts coming down. There's nothing to do, but sit inside and just, like, just damn them. Just absolutely damn them. And by the time Tapestry yeah. came on, I was fuck-eyed, honestly. <laughs> I think
0: the weather the weather really ruined everyone's plans of, like, how they were going to go about the weekend. <clears throat> it, it
2: just threw a spanner in the works. For me, it was my dustiest pre-show wake-up I've ever had.
1: <laughs> I, I remember that afternoon on the Friday just like, I think it was like, what, 2 p.m. or 3 p.m. when it started raining. And I just remember being in the artist camp area and I just was like, well, I'm going to sleep. And I just like slept until basically I heard that tapestry was about to start and then we just like ran up.
2: That's probably the smart approach.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I had had to be very well behaved that weekend.
2: Not me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was, I mean, look, I guess the good thing is we can look back, and it's a very unique unify. It's yeah. One, one, one for the storybooks.
1: Unique five. That's and, not a phrase. And same, and same with next year's. Uh, next year's unify will also be very unique.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's going to be a bold move. Next year's unify, the first unify with no bands or no yeah. patrons. It'll be. <laughs> it's a we've bold business from, strategy.
0: We've gone from cramming. Two days of bands into one and a half days to no bands at all. <laughs> we've, you- we've really perfected the
2: cramp. <laughs> I, I hate to bring it back to South Park again, but it's like the Washington Redskins go fuck yourself. Go fund me <laughs> campaign. You can pay us money to do absolutely nothing. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> How
0: good. I, I, I really don't know what's going to happen with Unify. Part of me thinks it will go ahead and part of me thinks it won't. It's just- it's so up in the
1: air i don't think we'll have a festival till 2022
2: even even if it does, it does like
1: that. even if it does go
2: ahead is it going to be like see i'm like i don't know how they're thinking of going ahead with it and i'm not sure if you know any better than me but do you know if it's going to be like people need to, you know, there's still going to be uh, space. Like that European festival and- where
0: those, like, tables were set up around the field. Yeah. 100%. Yeah,
2: um, imagine that with fucking 70K wins and, you know, yeah. and <laughs> the hail and rain. not be profitable, though.
1: Like, that would not be yeah. profitable. I don't think,
0: like, I don't, if, if, if it's not going to go ahead as it usually does, I don't think they'll go ahead because it would cost way too much to put on. And mm. if they're going to lose so much money on not only... Not as many people being able to buy tickets, but all of the extra costs to get the extra things needed to make it COVID safe. And like, yeah, all that extra effort will then cost more money. And then at the end of the day, it's probably just not going to be worth it for them to put it on because I mean, they'll end do up, do they? Eat, they said that they, so much money.
1: they did say that they'll, they've booked like what 90% of the bands or something yeah, like that. But so- that's fine.
0: I can no, no, book I, 90% of bands of a festival that I'll never put on in my life, but that doesn't, well, mean, that doesn't mean that it's going ahead. I could be like, yeah, the Amity Infliction and Tame Impala are playing in my bedroom tomorrow. that's 100% booked.
1: <laughs> oh, fuck. You got any hard chat right. questions, Dylan, or... Uh- <laughs> Any hard chat question? Sorry. No, no. no I've got...
0: I really interrupted you. I'm sorry. Finish your point.
1: <laughs> um, I, what I was going to say was that uh, what they could do, if they've got if they've already got the bands that they want to do in mind, they could do like a pre-recorded Unify and essentially get the bands to do that. Like it would cost way too much money, but it, like the savings that it would cost for them like to do a festival.
0: Yeah. Here's what- but also, I don't know. I don't think people would be vibing that. I think yeah. most people would then just rather it not happen. Yeah, for sure. It's Here's what I propose. A- oh,
2: yeah. Go I, re- I reckon, so, Unify, you know, no stranger to taking ideas from us. We did the residue thing. They've put it on a shirt. You know, good for them. Make a dollar of us. Here's another one that you can take from us, Unify. You run a two-week festival, Quarantinify, where you book two weeks worth of bands. People need to pay some exorbitant fire festival amount of money to attend, but it's also a quarantine. So, you're rocking up there. <laughs> For two weeks, these people quarantine and they can leave safely. Exactly, Dude, ladies perfect. and gentlemen.
1: Criticisms? Anyone? You're on. I think people should be listening to you, Dylan. I I, I don't know why we don't make these suggestions more often. I'll I'll, make, I'll be first thing in the morning. I'll make a uh I'll make a post in social club and uh, <laughs> <laughs> let them know. what Everyone, the shut go the
0: fuck up. Listen to me. This is what we do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Look. I hope. I hope. I hope it goes ahead at some stage next year, but yeah. at the same time, looking at what's happening in Victoria, it's like man, it's hard to see if it like. I just I can't imagine it going ahead. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I just want to play music again. That's the bottom line. Me too. Yeah.
1: I'm definitely like I think it's been probably the exact same amount of time for you as it has been for us to have been playing in the same room together. Boat show, like mm. with the the boat show the last time that resides played, like. Period. Holy
0: fuck. Yeah. 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 I think the last show I played was a week after that. I filled in for Weybridge at a Sydney AMPM right, at the start yeah. of March. Yeah. And that was literally it. So I did that Volve and DC run. Then we then immediately from that did the boat show. And then the week after that did AMPM. And that was it. I, I went back to week I went back to week. I went back to work the week after that for like two weeks, and then got the message that we were shutting because of COVID and stuff. And Robert's your father's brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: all right, I've got actually a little bit of a game that you can play. This is like it's going to make you sad, though, so I'm sorry in advance, but can you give us your best impression of like anyone from any band that you play with if you think you can do a bang on impression of their sound check? The sound check. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, for example, the other week I did Ariel. Ariel always goes, he's like, check, check, check. Yeah. 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 Would you like to see us back down? Yeah. 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 Every time without fail, it's always the same. Oh, really? Liam's always check. One, oh. two, check, 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 Yeah, that's pretty doubt. spot on. Um, it's okay if you don't I, have one. It's been so long that
0: I can't remember. All
2: right. uh, hey, I, rec- I reckon. Uh, the only th-
0: the only thing that comes to mind quickly is Jacob from Thornhill, mm. because they usually most of the time I think. Well, now that now they're pretty much with Joel, but they used to get Lance to do their mixes, mm-hmm. and it would just be Jacob going Lance, 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 <laughs> Lance for like five minutes, five minutes, and then but like he'd be like Lance, 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 like here. It would, yeah, <laughs> that's the only one I what can think savage. of.
1: <laughs>
0: Otherwise,
1: that's perfect. I'm gonna start doing that. I'm gonna just start, yeah, right. gonna just start saying the first name of whoever we get to sound, do sound for us.
0: I don't know. I'm I, I'm usually doing sound check. I'm usually just so amped to start playing a song, or like, or I'm focusing on my own thing. I'm not taking too yeah. much notice.
1: Probably still setting up your symbols or something.
0: Yeah, probably like grabbing. My seventh different case that I needed to bring, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Drop oh,
2: that's, the, oh, only, yeah, that's
0: the only one I can think of. But now I need to take more notice of sound check. I think,
2: oh, dude, honestly, I think it'd be probably different strokes for us because you are playing in a handful of different bands all of the time. And like you just said, you jump from a fucking uh, what was it like, Void DC run to the beautiful monument to Waybridge, so you're playing this different shit all the time. Whereas, like when on tour with Reside week in, week out, it's just like, you know, we, we're either practicing weekly or we're on tour or, you know, that's what it was last year. And so it was like in and out. I kind mm. of just knew what was going to go on from the minute we mm. got in the room. because I've seen it so many times <laughs> day after day. Yeah.
0: I guess that's, the, again, going back to the early question of difference of being interstate bands as like, you don't get the, you don't get to kind of get that routine of having weekly band practices and learning mm. those little bits and pieces of each other as you, and having those little extra bits that you can... like, When you're in a band, you've got that special bond that you always have like, the inside jokes. And you, it's it's your own little chemistry. And I feel like you don't get to work on that as frequently when it's interstate because yeah. you only get to work on that when you're together. And the only times you're together is if you're playing a show or a tour or stuff like that. So It,
1: it certainly takes a lot yeah. longer.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm very fortunate enough that when I started sessioning for TBM, it instantly was just like it felt like I was part of the band. So when they asked me to join, I was like, of course. Like it just it was a natural fit. And I love those girls to death. Like they are the best. Yeah, they're the
1: best. The homies.
2: All right. Well this is a shout out to any any interstate band outside of Victoria that Adam Pinzone affiliates with. Once all this is over, you guys need to come down. Liam will put you up for a week, all of you at once, and just hang with Adam. <laughs> Thanks, Get Liam. in that quality time. That's yeah. what I do. I just, I live
1: to give. I
0: just miss my quality time. You know,
1: <laughs> yeah. New bands, I, I, bands th- I think it's fine that I time. get to 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 take on this um, for your for your benefit, Adam. Exactly. Oh, Liam's such a great guy. I'm I'm a generous. I'm a generous guy. Um.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: I just, I just. I just
0: and especially during this time, it's just like I haven't seen any of my bandmates for yonks. Mm. Every time we get on a video call with Lizzie, she cries. She's <laughs> oh, <sook>. a soap. <laughs> oh, in the best way possible. In the best way. Love f- you, yeah. If you're listening, love you. And Amy and Alex and Andy. I love you all.
2: Go on. And name everyone Alex. else you play. It's very cute.
1: <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> uh, <Kynan>, Brayden, <laughs> <laughs> Alex, Callum. <laughs> Yeah. Tori no <laughs> I just start listing them all.
0: It's a long list. It is. Uh it's weird that I've played for so many bands, but at the same time, I don't it's fun. I just like playing music. That's the that's the bottom line. Music's fun.
1: We we had you fill in for a couple of dates and I, I ins- we instantly kind of felt that sort of That was amazing. That, that bond as well. It was a fun it was a fun couple of weeks. Um Those car couple, couple trips, shows. my god. Oh yeah. <laughs> So
2: my heart, yeah, I you had to be there, Dylan. It- you had to be there, man. Fuck. So I I had to I had to miss out on a few shows because of uni with the tour last year, with the Eat Your Heart Out tour last year. So Adam filled in for Newcastle and Sydney, I think. And the boys yep. get back after both weekends and talk about all the fun they had with Adam in the car and how he's a great guy. And I just, you know, and I'm not discounting any of it. I just had the biggest FOMO and I was like, I was fucking stuck here. I wanted to there's,
0: I- Yeah, there's nothing worse than missing like a show or tour. But then when your bandmates come back and like, this was amazing, you're like, well, (laughs) fuck.
2: What we should do is we should get you to fill in again and I'll just run merch or something.
0: (laughs) Or, no, what if I run merch? Because then you still get to play in the band and I still get to be in the van. I
2: don't know about that.
1: As long as I get to run merch for the other bands that you play in, then that's fine. Uh, right. <laughs>
0: can we just do a tour package where everyone has to run merch for each other
2: yeah the merch tour no music only merch we come we set up <laughs> stalls we stand there for four that's hours it. and we fuck off we, we book <laughs> out the it's basically a
1: retro stuff it's a retro <laughs> stuff sale for like fucking just band <laughs> merch and we just rent out a warehouse in Brunswick and it's just like, just warehouse of-
0: No, you got to book out big dick venues. So this tour <laughs> yeah, has yeah, gone yeah. to like the forum, the roundhouse. Corner. But you rock up and it's just stalls of band
2: merch. Yeah. Dude, let's we should do that. You know what? And that's that, that could be COVID safe. You could, you know, that's the way that bands adapt after COVID. You know, when everything has to be two metres apart or whatever, you can't have a mosh. As long
0: as the stalls are all a decent distance apart, we're good.
2: It'll be like yeah. a woolly self-serve checkout. There'll be dots on the floor. People know what's up. There'll be no risk of washing, no music to entice people to have fun. Just <laughs> people- <laughs> go in and buy the merch.
0: People will scan out a jumper for a sticker. They'll be like, no, man, it was a sticker.
1: <laughs> it sounds like a convention. It sounds like a, I don't know, like a Comic-Con for bands. Oh, Comic-Con I mean, is just yeah. a that merch too, tour.
0: That, bringing it back though, that tour was sick. That was so much fun. I wish I was, was. playing more shows than just two. Dylan, why did you only have to be unavailable
1: for two? <laughs>
2: <laughs> just boot me from the band, man. Make Start some rumour about me. No. No. Well, I mean, uh-huh. like, it'd be, it'd be really, really cool to just, I mean, if you ever do want to run merch or something like that, or, you know, it'd be fucking cool to, you know, see what I missed out on in the van.
0: Knowing me, though, like, I won't be able to produce the same comedic gold that I did on that tour.
2: It was a once-in-a-lifetime <laughs> opportunity, man, and you I'm fucking joking. missed it. That
0: was, I am <laughs> not that funny.
2: Yeah, you folded me a couple of times tonight. You're right. you can fucking talk some shit. <laughs> <sighs>
0: I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing.
1: That's a terrific <laughs> thing. Are you kidding? We should continue this conversation off air, but we should uh, we should wrap this one up. I think we've been going for like oh an hour. Oh my god! So we, we, I, feel like I could talk for another three hours at this point. I definitely could. It's been it's been great. It's been uh, it's been very nice to have you on. Uh, we we should have you on again. I think there's so many things I want to ask you about.
0: Honestly. If as soon as you if you ever be like dude come back
1: I'll be like now let's do it now <laughs> <All right. laughs> hopefully the next time we go to do it um, we could probably do it all face to face that'd be that'd oh, be a lot more fun that would
0: be cool yeah yeah fuck it yeah. no honestly legitimately I would anytime this has been Sick. an absolute blast I've loved fuck this. yeah awesome,
2: awesome. Fuck, we'll see you next well, week <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine just wrapping it's, it up that quickly? Introducing
0: no. the third
1: co-host
2: <laughs> yeah, Every other uh, week it's Oh, Adam can't be here He's on tour <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Now nah, it'll be from the tour van It'll be like Oh, who are you with this week? And you'll just hear like frat party in the background Anyone
2: that's ever gotten an actual call from a tour van knows that it'll actually be
1: Oh, hey Adam, how you doing? Yeah, it just, like, it's yeah, nothing sure. but
0: van noises and people yeah. yelling at each other for some dumb shit. Yeah.
1: Or, or <laughs> like loud music like that yeah. gets somehow played communally in the van even though people want to sleep.
0: Or can we stop at Macca's? <laughs> no, because we had Macca's for breakfast, lunch and dinner.
2: <laughs> True, but what about second breakfast?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should,
2: yes, probably should wrap it up there, in. though. Yeah. <laughs> All
1: right. So uh, thank you everyone To uh, listening Uh, This has been The Pretty Good Podcast I've been Liam And as always You will remain to be Dylan I will remain to be Dylan thank you Adam For uh, coming on (laughs) We always wrap it up like that Um, (laughs) But thank you very much For coming on Adam Yeah Uh, thanks for talking shit have you on again My pleasure My pleasure It's been fun
2: talking to you Yeah we'll see you next Tuesday Bye. Bye Like, federal and state politicians, it seems so much like... Like what the modern internet is, where it's kind of ruled by four different monopolies and, you know, everything is all a bit much the same. Mm. Whereas local politics reminds me of internet back in the day. Buck fucking wild. You want to download a Linkin Park album, you get a beheading video. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, anything. you've you just got these fucking nut jobs out here that are just like, fuck it, I'm running for council. It's, it's, <laughs> right. like,
1: and they can. it's the lime wire of politics.
0: Exactly. Yeah, 100%. You try to download the song Stacey's mum and God knows what you
1: get. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>